Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited that you are here with me today, and I hope over the last week you have taken the time to really be focused on you and the relationship you have with yourself, because that's what we talked about last week. So I I really hope you took the time to notice you to really observe you, to to start really understanding you more fully and completely, because that is such a beautiful thing when we have a great relationship with ourselves. because it impacts the relationship we have with others. So if you didn't catch last week's episode, make sure you go back and listen to it. Today, we are going to talk about overwhelm. This is a word that I know well. I shouldn't say a word. This is an emotion that I know well. Okay, overwhelm, I think, is something I am well practiced and versed on because of my own life and life experiences and myself creating so much of my overwhelm. Okay, and I'm going to start with that, you guys. We create our overwhelm. It's based on what we're thinking that creates this experience for us. So I want you to just be aware and on to you with what it is that you're thinking, which is going to go back to last week because we're noticing us more. We're going to notice us and pay attention to us and notice the feelings that we're experiencing and get curious about what we're thinking. So overwhelm this week. We all have busy lives. We're all going in million different directions. You have your schedule, your spouse's schedule, your children's schedules, right? I have four at home. So I have four schedules that I'm constantly looking at with their different activities, their testing, their projects. Like it is never ending at times schedules, (laughs) but there's so many different things that also need to be accomplished. We have laundry, we have mealtime, cleaning, activities, homework, serving, like all of these things that we're constantly doing. Does this sound familiar to you? It is no wonder why it can be so easy to get into overwhelm. When we're looking at all the doing that needs to be done, right? Like, and I'm going to just speak truthfully here. The list in my brain or on paper, because I'm a writer, the list is never ending. As soon as I'm able to check one thing off, I probably have added three more to my list. And I, I want you to know, if you are a core feminine energy person, like that is what we do feminine energy. It is it is the never ending because we have this diffused awareness that we're taking in so much all of the time. My husband, I can talk about this, but he'll say things like, ah, doesn't your brain ever shut off? And I'm like, 
are you asking me not to be feminine energy here? Because no, it doesn't. There's no off button for us. And I'm sorry, I went on a little tangent here about um, feminine energy. There's masculine energy too. If you guys want to learn more and understand more of that, join my group program because we talk a lot about this as we're doing our coaching. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. Here is what I was going with this though. There is so much doing that needs to be done. And I want to kind of crush this belief, but this belief that overwhelm comes from all the things external to you. It's my children and their schedules. It's my spouse and his schedules and his availability or unavailability. Like it's it's this belief that our overwhelm is coming from something external to you. That's not true, you guys. The truth is overwhelm happens inside of you based on your thoughts. You and your thoughts are creating your overwhelm. Isn't this fascinating? But here's the good news. When you truly embrace this and can understand that it's your thoughts that create your feelings, nothing external to you makes you feel any way. No person makes you feel happy, sad, mad, loved. Like none of that's available to anything external to you. It's all about what you're thinking about in those situations and circumstances. It's about your thoughts that create the experience. So the good news is, overwhelm and this feeling of overwhelm is a hundred percent in your control. The bad news is there's really no more blaming the things that are external to you anymore, because now you have this awareness that you create your overwhelm. And here's the thing. If overwhelm isn't your struggle, that's okay. Switch the emotion for an emotion that works better for you. Maybe it's like, I'm just exhausted all the time. I've been there too. (laughs) <laughs> my, I think I was very focused on my exhaustion earlier in my life and in my marriage um, with younger kids, but it's also because of the way I was showing up in my world. So to switch the word out for whatever the emotion is for you that seems to be frequent in your life, in your day to day. So no more blaming things external to you when you're feeling overwhelmed. I just want you to notice some of the thinking that might be going on for you. Just notice, okay? Do you have thoughts or things that are going on in your in your brain where it's like, I need to, and fill in the blank, I need to get to the grocery store. I need to help with this project. I need to um, deliver a meal to my neighbor, like whatever the need to's. But we start creating this list of need to's or I should have, oh, I should have gotten to this today. I should have done that load of laundry. I should have started the dishwasher, like all of the things, or I forgot to, or here's one of my favorites is, why is this happening? Right? Like, why is this continue to happen to me? Why is it that I'm always feeling behind in my day when the day has just begun? (laughs) Does that ever happen? It happens to me. (laughs) So what I want you to do is I want you to write out your overwhelm. I want to get your story on paper. I want to ask you to put it on paper. I want you to write it out. Why are we doing this? We're stabilizing the thoughts. We're stabilizing your story and able to really get focused on what's going on when we're writing this out. So get it out of your brain and onto paper because otherwise your brain is going to continue to run the story and it grows. Have you noticed this? We're not taking the time to notice and we're not taking the time to write it out and to get it out on paper. The story gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It It just starts growing. And this is what also happens. We start spiraling down. So what is feeling like overwhelm becomes hopelessness. 
And that's not a good feeling. And all of that's happening because we're running with our story and our brain's making it bigger and bigger. It's crazy how this works. Just notice. Here's the other thing I want you to notice as you write your story out on paper. I want you to notice how much of your story is future-focused thoughts. A lot of overwhelm and worry comes from the things we're thinking about in our future. Things we don't even know will happen. It may or may not even happen. And we take away our joy for today, worrying about something that may may or may not happen. It's crazy how we do this. So I want to help you a little bit with getting out of worry, overwhelm, these types of emotions for you. I've shared this tool before, but I'm going to share it again because it's such a good one. And I think it's worth repeating. It is my live narration tool. What do I mean by this live narration tool? Well, when I am getting into overwhelm because my thoughts are going to all the things that I got to accomplish and get done, and I'm feeling that tightening in my chest, okay? Doesn't feel very good. I tr- I do this live narration tool for me where I bring my thoughts and refocus them to my present moment, what I like to kind of call the now moment. And I do this by narrating in my mind my actions and movements, like everything I'm doing. And so what what does this look like? If I'm getting up and I do this a lot in my morning when I'm starting my day and I'm thinking about all of my list of things I need to get done for my business, things I need to get done in my um, church calling where, where I'm serving in my community with my children and their activities in various places, you know, how I'm supporting them with my spouse, like all of the things I, I can get myself into panic and overwhelm very easily. So this is what I start doing when I start noticing that emotional response in my body. I go into narrating what I'm doing. Okay. I'm walking into my bathroom. I'm pulling my toothbrush out of my drawer. I'm taking the cap off the toothpaste. I'm squeezing the toothpaste on my toothbrush. I'm putting the toothbrush in my mouth. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm spitting the toothpaste in the sink. And as I just start narrating everything I'm doing in my mind, all of a sudden, it's amazing. This emotional response that my body's having to overwhelm dissipates it subsides. I'm no longer feeling that. And I'm back in my present moment. And when I'm out of that overwhelm, I can ask myself clearly, what do I need to do now in this moment? This is where I get to consciously decide to take the next best action for me. Typically when this happens for me in the morning, it's, it's going into my kitchen, checking on my children, see where they are in their morning routines to prepare for their school day. And where are we doing breakfast and scripture study? Like I can get back into my now moment and be present with my children, which is an amazing experience. It's beautiful to be present with them. And when I'm unconscious and I'm, I'm letting the overwhelm take over, it is so debilitating that most of the things that I need to accomplish, I don't because I am not taking any action because I'm so overwhelmed with the feelings of all of the things that need to be done. So I want you to work this week on really taking ownership of your overwhelm because you are creating it with your thoughts. Here's another tool that I like to use as well. It's uh, go to worst case scenario. I want you to go to the worst case scenario. Like what if you don't get everything accomplished? What is the worst thing that will happen? And then create your plan of action. Decide what you'll do in the case of worst case. Because what this does 
is empowers you to continue to take action. When you have a plan of action for worst case, what you're doing is you're making the unknown known. And that is what is so powerful about doing this. Your brain is uh, a Debbie Downer. I don't know what the male version of that would be, a Donnie Downer. I don't know. (laughs) But it's a Debbie Downer. Like That's just where your brain goes because it's doing its job of wanting to keep you safe. Okay. It wants to keep you safe. And what's safe to your brain is what it knows and the way we do things. Anytime you're wanting to go beyond what you've done or or try something different, your brain's going to go into panic mode. It wants to keep you playing small. So go to your worst case, take it to the very worst case so you can create a plan. So when your brain goes to worst case, you can go, yep, yep. Got that brain. I got that covered. If this were to happen, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to handle that. And then you can get back into your present moment. The world, this is one of the things that I do um, that I'm always telling myself when I'm going to my worst case scenario plan of action. I'm reminding myself that the world is going to continue to spin, that the sun is going to rise, and I am going to continue to breathe. Like even in my worst case, the world continues to spin, the sun will continue to rise, and I will continue to breathe. And then I'm asking myself, and so what? Because this allows me, just going to this place, it will allow you to leverage the energy of curiosity and compassion. You guys, these are two amazing emotions, the energy of curiosity and the energy of compassion. Like when I get up in my day and I'm starting to feel the overwhelm, I'm getting more curious about what's going on with me. And I'll ask myself a question such as, huh, I wonder what I'll accomplish this day. I wonder what I'll accomplish today. I wonder what this day is going to be like. I wonder, you know, how much of the things that I have on my list I might actually be able to do today. And here's another one I like. This is the one I use for compassion. Whatever I accomplish today will be enough. And I know that's true. I'm not lying to myself. I know it's true because whatever I accomplish is what I did. So that was enough for that day. No reason to beat yourself up because the world's going to continue to spin. The sun will rise again and you will continue to breathe. And here's the beautiful thing. There's always a new day. So the things that are on my my list, my to-dos, I just move into a different time slot to accomplish. But I'm still breathing. The world's still spinning. And I have a new day. It's a beautiful thing. I'm going to repeat these two things. The curiosity question that I'll go into instead of going into panic and overwhelm is I wonder what I'll accomplish today. I wonder how much of my list I'll accomplish today. Getting curious about my day and knowing with compassion, whatever I accomplish today will be enough. Okay. So that is what I want you guys to do this week is look at the emotion and use some of these tool sets. I love the live narration use some of these tool sets that I've shared with you today and worst case so that you can really bring the unknown into the known and bring you back to your present moment. Because you guys, it's only in the present moment that you can take action and do anything about it. So be present with you, pay attention to you, notice you, and understand that you create your emotional responses based on what you're thinking. It's nothing external to you. Take back that power and live the life you want to create. 
If this is resonating with you and you want to experience more love, peace, and harmony in your life and with your relationships, and you're wanting support to get unstuck with what you're currently in, then I invite you to schedule a free consultation call with me to see if coaching is a right fit for you. And if that's speaking to you, I'm going to put a link in the show notes um, and you could schedule a call with me to see if I might be able to help and support you. Okay. I hope you all have a fabulous week. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.